Hey everyone, welcome to Gadget Talk. We got a phenomenal show for you. We're going to be going a full eight hours. Just kidding. No, we're just going to be here just for a little bit. We did that on Saturday. Uh, but yeah, no, we are, we're here. We're just excited. Uh, I'm still recovering from CashCon. How about you, Chad? Yeah, well, not as much as you. I, I did one hour <laughs> and that was about it besides watching the whole thing. But that, uh, if you yeah. have, didn't check catch out uh, catch out if you do not catch CashCon, go check it out. Uh, a lot of fun. Uh, there was so much going on. The Gadget Hour was really cool, and there was some really phenomenal caches on there. And if you go to the the stream, you want to go see it. You can all you have to do is it's all indexed, which means you can go through the timeline and you can click on the segments that you want within the hour and see the different parts. So it's a lot easier. So you don't have to sit there and scrub through it all or just go down to the description and it tells you where the time code is. You just click on that time code and it'll take you right to that section of the hour or the, of the broadcast. Uh, but yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, I am still blown away with how many people were viewing and, all the reaction and all the different travel bugs and everything that were uh, logged. It's, it's mind boggling to me. Yeah. I have two travel bugs that were logged. Uh, I think about uh, just over, over a thousand times. See, and that's just, so, that's crazy. I'm glad I didn't put one of mine ever. out. <laughs> yeah. I would have turned the email notifications off when I woke up uh, Saturday morning uh, or Sunday morning, I had all these emails. And I was like, how do I go through all these? And I finally just marked them all as Mark, red and red and move on. I had to go back okay. and delete them all, <laughs> so, <laughs> but it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Uh, but I, I think, get, yeah, let's go, go ahead and do the sponsors. We'll there. go ahead and do the sponsors and we'll get more into this. So here, here are our sponsors. If you'd like to become a patron, click on the become a patron link on the front page of the geocache talk website, or head over to patreon.com forward slash geocache talk. For more details, patrons get the now famous blackout coins and other geocaching items during the year. Support levels start as low as the bison tube level, which is only $3 a month. Logwork, the creators of the fantastic logbook made with genuine right-in-the-rain paper, the logbook's designed for the micro-containers of the present and future, geared towards the hider who'd rather go caching than doing cache maintenance. Find them at logwork.com. That's L-O-G-W-E-R-K.com. And of course, we don't want to miss our newest sponsor, and that's uh, Chromia Print Shop. Uh, they're the ones that are doing our shirts, uh, the coins. You can buy your coins through there, um, and you just find it by going to geocachetalk forward slash just geocachetalk.com, and then go up there and click on the shop, and it'll take you right to the uh, the site. So go pick up your Geocache Talk and Gadget Talk shirts and coins from Chromia. As well as any other podcasts on our network. Uh, that's right. There, so that's right. And I don't and think people realize that when they buy them from there, they actually help out the whole network. Yeah, they, they do. Uh, so they we do. appreciate it. Yes. So, all right, Chad, well, you, right before we went to the sponsors, you were about to say something. Uh, oh, the logs, uh, you know, it, it's kind of cool. All the different countries that were logging the caches and people that watched, I thought that was, really fun and incredible to, to read all these. Um, did I see somewhere that there was like five, 25 different countries or something? Maybe I saw more than that. 29, 29 countries. 29. That, were, that was what uh, YouTube was saying in the analytics. So, which is really cool. And, and like what Gary said, there's over 12,000 watches on it. So, yeah. And just, even today mm -hmm. I got probably a hundred people discovering my travel bugs. So they're still watching it. Either oh, yeah. that or they're going back and logging the bugs later. Yeah, it was just it was just a phenomenal time, um, and to go ahead. I guess I'm gonna put it out there. Gary may hate me for saying this, but we are kind of playing with the idea of doing a CashCon 22, 22. So we'll see what happens. But there's a few things that we we want to do a little bit different, maybe. But we are looking at it and see if it be feasible and what if we want to do it. So just to give you guys an update on that, so because a lot of people have been asking about it. Derek's going to spill the beans. So, you know what? We're going to have to change this bumper sticker from Gary to Derek now. <laughs> no, no so, I, I think, uh, you know. Gary's saying no, no, but no. I don't know. He's saying no, <laughs> but I think, I mean, the people loved it. So but oh, Gary says no, but when you think about it, it was, it was fun. And if you think about it, we only had a few months to put this together um from concept yeah. to getting it actually done now we have a whole year 
that we could actually take our time and, and get things lined up and put together and, and everything. So I think next year would actually be easier and fun, but maybe only eight hours. Well, that's what we thought it was at. But anyway, we might go a little shorter, but, but Gary, he really does want with that bumper sticker. So I think you're going to have to take that to him when. Oh, I think I printed three of them or I cut them out in vinyl. And then I put a big one. I cut two big ones. I was going <laughs> to, you need to take them to the, I was going to put on a magnet and then take it to uh, Texas Challenge and throw it on his car. Oh, that will be awesome. So it's supposed <laughs> to be a surprise, but it's not a surprise anymore. But oh, well. Nope. But you, you, then you just spilled the beans. Yeah, I just spilled the beans. That's okay. <laughs> there might be to spill, I guess. So, but all right. So tonight we're going to be talking about RFIDs and how we can use these in different caches. And from the ones that you don't have to program, like what I have here in my hand. So you have these here. If it'll focus. So yeah, we have one of these here. This is where it's just non-program. Um, you don't have to put it through an Arduino and program it. Two, maybe some that we you have to program, like the, the one right there that's got the, the Nano and and some other stuff on there. So we'll we're gonna kind of dive in a little bit into these today, and and at the end, so you want to stay tuned. We have a challenge for all the listeners and watchers of this podcast. Um, that we want to challenge you with something for this month. So, but you got to, yeah, we're not going to tell you what that is until later in the show. So you got to stay tuned. Yeah. I think it's going to be fun. So um, one thing I do want to say is uh, right before, like two hours ago, I started pulling up uh, my coding, my Arduino program uh, for this build and I couldn't get it to, to download to my uh, Uno. So, We'll do as much as we can and cover as much as we can, but we might have to go back and hit the coding, the programming of it uh, a little bit later on once something, once my computers decide to start working with me. Right. Yeah. Um, we've had a few little technical glitches tonight already. Um, I think we pushed everything a little too hard on Saturday and everything's going, I'm still tired, but because yeah. <laughs> I know my yeah, camera was while shutting off and then our build cam is eh, being finicky. So. Yeah, I took it down to record some videos that you didn't see on the Worldwide CashCon, um, <laughs> and then also the HQ stuff. And evidently, I brought it back and mounted it, but didn't plug it in. So it's not liking the fact that it doesn't have any power. So we're going to let it charge a little bit here for a few minutes and see if we can, can get it to turn on. Um, but let's go over. Um, do you want to go over the one you have there? Okay. Yeah, I can simply go over this one. I mean, it's really easy. Um, I don't. Of course, I don't have a build cam with me but this one is we've talked about this one a little bit before um but this is just a real simple rfid card reader and then here's like one of the rfids so and then i had it right here okay there it is so you can get it in like this little key tap keychain like thing or you can actually get the cards itself and it'll do both of them so but i have i set this one up as a master on here so no matter what happens if one misses this is my master to get in and all you have to do so it locks it in and it can only go one direction but you just come up your beep and then it just literally just slings the little the hasp out and then it kind of beeps to as it resets now one thing i was kind of looking at was trying to do this in a box, but I didn't know if it was going to be strong enough when I put the, <laughs> yeah. Don't Tom, you have like I, four I, cameras I, running right I, now? No, I took them all down. I've got to shoot <laughs> later in a few days and I went ahead and broke everything down. Um, but, uh, so yeah. So, but one of the things I was testing with it the other today is I didn't know if it would actually, cause I built a lot of birdhouses and I didn't know if this would actually go through a birdhouse or not. So by testing it, I think I have to put the hasp back in if I can find it. So I'll put the hasp back in and then I can see if I can. And I just shot my screen anyways. Um, but yeah, so it'll actually go through the actual wood itself. So that, that was really happy to see that it'll go through this. So if you want to build a um, birdhouse with an RFID card reader that you can just pick up off Amazon, it will work. So that, that was, that was that one. And I really like the sound actually that that makes when you're, when it's opening, I think that's a really cool added, you know, sound uh, yeah. uh, to the, to the cash. But 
I like how the hasp gets popped open when the doors just open on their own. I think that's just a really cool aspect of the cache that you made. Yeah. So um, now uh, let's see who you're, who mentioned that you, about the white key cards, cutting them down. So the RFID card, this is actually for the Arduino and it's a different type of card than what's in these. I'm sorry. I don't have it open. Um, I don't know if you can cut them down. Some of them actually have a, a wire running or a, sorry, I'll get on the screen here. They actually have the um, reader running on them and some don't, some have a little, little tiny spot where it is. I'm not sure which one it is on these. You'd have to check, maybe put it through a high powered lighter on it to see where it is. But I do know for the Arduino based ones, you can get just a tiny little sticker um, that you can put on anything uh, to that will read the RFID. The Arduino ones will actually read it. So you don't have to use the card or the uh, keychain one as well either. So that's up right. to you, but you can check in either one of those. Yeah. And D DJW House is saying the same yeah. thing. So be careful Wire about loop, yeah. holes and everything like that as well. So yeah, exactly. And I don't have a powerful enough. <laughs> light right there so um then and also so on these readers like you were just showing um there are two different styles um what i found is the original one i bought i think is the one you have which is this one here yes. right. um and it has the 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 hasp fits inside here uh and then it reads on the back side here right so it would have to mount to the top of something or to the front of a door. Is that right? Or to a back wall, depending on where you have the hasp mounted um, to work. Now, if you go with the other ones here, uh, or <clears throat> they actually have a different option, which unfortunately, when I when I buy these, I order whatever, all the different styles, especially on Amazon, because it's free return. So I don't like it. I could just send it back. Exactly. Easy enough. So um, I like this style. Um, here because you actually have a different type of hasp that actually yeah. sets it sucks in but you can actually mount it either here on the side or on the top so it actually right. gives you two different options for mounting this and, and i, I like, I like it a little better and you could also i think you could mount it uh, i don't know if you could mount it sideways or not but you'd have to mess with that and see but anyways i like that a little bit better it just depends on your application for it right and to answer the question yes i am putting the uh putting the notes together as we're talking. So by the end of the episode tonight, um, I'll have the links and everything. And I may drop some of the links into the chat as we're going along as well. So, um, but yeah, so just to let you know about those, because that was the question that was being asked. Oh, nice. Um, so those are those two type of, of Amazon uh, RFID readers that are fairly, you know, I mean, they're, you buy them and you mount them and they're ready to go. Um, you just follow the instructions. Actually, YouTube, uh, they have an instruction on YouTube as well. If you want to go on there and follow how to program them, you can make a master card reader and then some slave cards that you can use to add or delete with the master. Um, but just read the instructions. Now, if we want to go to the Arduino-based ones, you have a few other options um, for them. Um and what I like about the Arduino-based ones is on, on the Amazon ones here that we have, um, you can just, you, you pretty much, that's where you use it, right? You you can, you just scan it and it pops open. When you go to Arduino-based, you can change the way that they work. So I have an example here of one that I can show you that is actually a game. And you got to scan six cards in the correct order. And I'm sure everybody has seen this one. Uh, in order to get the, the cache to open or like this one's on a travel bug to like to send out um, here. So, and Derek, you've seen this because you have one of these as well. Which one's that? Um, uh, the card scanning one here. Let's see if oh, my camera yeah, will yeah, kick yeah. on. Yep. And I there just dropped, hey, there we go. Okay, so this is it. This is one that I take to events uh, for a travel bug. Um, so you have to, uh, finish the puzzle to to uh, discover this box. So I have eight cards. You got to get six in the correct order uh, for to get the travel bug. But you can also add it instead of you can add it a lock to it, um, a servo, anything like that to open up a cache. Um, so all you do is I made a little slot here 
that you actually drop it in and it scans probably in the right order and then it turns green if it's correct and it should turn red if it's not like that and then once you get it once you're not uh you get it out of order uh you have to start over with one so make sure you keep them in the same order so we know that this is not two so we go to the next one and that's not two either so we got to do one again and then we got to go through till we find two take a second i have it set to like scan every three seconds or something um <laughs> But anyways, you kind of get the the whole gist of of what we're doing here. Um, that's the way I have this one, and so that's kind of a, a fun way uh, to change it up by using Arduino, which is why I use Arduino on a lot of them. I, I think there's different things as well as or different ways to use it as well as um, the other one. Which let me uh, let me grab this one here. I didn't even think about this when we were talking about showing this, otherwise I would have had it down. Yeah, and you changed the design of that one from the one that to me, and I really like that. I like the way you drop the card in there versus just kind of laying the card on top on there. Yeah, so that, really that cool. was my original. I think I actually have. It's kind of funny. When I build these, I don't tear the other ones apart a lot of times. Right. Um, I just... Uh, I just kind of take them out and then put them aside. Like this is an old trivia one that I have. So, uh, anyways, it's it, not the stuff of shame like we've talked about. Yeah, actually, it it did its job. It it, uh, it worked, but I wanted to uh, change it up a little bit. Um, but there's nothing wrong with it. I just wanted to refresh the design yeah. of it. So, yeah. Anyways, on to this one here. So. This one here, I had a gentleman from Texas call me and go, "Hey, I want to, I want to use, I want to have a uh, a scanner that you can scan somewhere, and then you got to go find a different area and scan it again." And so I said, "Oh, that's that's easy. All I did was I took this box here, the code for this box. I shouldn't tell people this because everybody thinks that what I did here was so cool, um, and it's really simple. The the design I have here for this box." Is the exact same same thing as I have in this. It's just you take the Arduino to the cards instead of the cards to the Arduino. Um, okay. So it's really simple, and I can actually open it up for you in a minute. So you open it up, and it says scan cards. So this one here, we do an event over in Tri Cities. It's by Hanford, and we we're hoping to put one at Hanford there at the nuclear reservation. Um, and so that's why this is made like this. Um, and I will say, I gave David uh, Dave Wagner. He actually ended up, I had the whole thing set up to take the card, the scanner to the card to scan it. Um, but then it was like, oh, I wonder if we can make a timer between the cards so it has to count down. So I said, well, I'm not smart enough for that. Let me let me contact Dave and, and see what he can do. So um, he said, yeah, we can do that. So he changed it. Um and then said, Dave goes, what if it made sound? How cool would that be? And I said, oh, yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah. And he goes, and then we can make it speed up as it starts counting, getting closer to timing out. Right. And I was like, well, yeah, if you could do that, that's amazing. So it's kind of fun getting different people involved with these projects because you get everybody's opinion on what can happen or get everybody's ideas and you put them together. And, you know, Dave is an amazing job programming. Yeah, he uh, does. And so he was able to make all that work. And so, and then he made it so you can change how much time you have between the pucks to scan them. So the gentleman who had this in Texas had these pucks. Actually, he used the stickers and put them around a building. He had to go find them. Um, these are pucks that I use that we just placed around. They're not numbered, they're random. And so we end up putting them on vendors' tables at the event. And the kids had to take this. And it's fun watching the kids run around before it times out to scan these. But you got to scan them in the correct order. So they'd run to one. It wouldn't be right. So they'd have to run, start over. You have to scan puck one, start over, find number two. And then once they found it, they got to find three and then start over if they don't. That's really fun. So all you have to do is take it, take your scanner and scan it over the top of it. And that's it. So then it will start. That's number one. That's, and now that's it starts great. ticking. I don't know if you can hear it and it will speed up. Maybe. So it gets faster as it's going. Yep, I hear it. And then it will time out when you've went to, uh, that's timed up between the next one. And then now you got to start over again. 
So this is fun. I love this for events. Um, it's a really simple cash to make. Um, but uh, if you have someone like Dave to help you program it. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. Dave, Dave's but, uh, absolutely amazing. Yeah. And so this box, you know, I cut this out of acrylic. Very simple. This is just PVC piping. Um, I actually was going to get a bike um, grip and put it on here so it looked a little bit better. Um, and then I put an on-off switch so it kind of looked cool. You know, I wanted something that looked kind of cool. Uh, yeah. And then just the uh, the the two by sixteen screen, sixteen by two, and then two LEDs there. And then I just with the vinyl cutter, I cut out you know all the decals. Right. Um, so we'll open it up here. So uh, Jeff from Cash Line says you should start. It should start leaking smoke. So I have like a little so smoke <laughs> I have thing. a smoke I do have one of those actually for my mission impossible cash I started making um actually so but that would be cool if it did um it's yeah. supposed to be just a Geiger counter type thing so if right. you open it up it's it's really a mess you're not supposed to see inside here um I'm running the 18650 batteries in this and I okay. have to say I think these have been in there for a year and a half maybe two years Ever since we did the event, I have not taken them out. Um, so 18650 batteries. Um, this was mounted here. Must have gotten in here for something. I don't know. It was mounted down here. Um, and yeah, then I see, the, um, I see the spacers in there. Yeah, the uh, why can't I think of the name of them? The standoffs. Um, yeah. in there. So it was mounted, so it, you don't want it flopping around. And the reason why. I end up taping the 18650 batteries and what I would do in the future is actually get an enclosed one um, is and probably mount it down below is uh, kids are going to be running around with this or adults. And I, if right. they drop it, I don't want the batteries popping out. Um, right. So all it is, you have your RFID reader here, your Arduino here, um, and then your LEDs, your screen and batteries on off switch. Pretty simple, pretty basic, easy thing to build. This here, um, this is just a plastic box I had. Um, I have many of them. They're these blue boxes that are sorters here. Okay. Um, and so I just painted it black, cut a top out out of acrylic, but you could do wood, anything you want. Um, and then bam, you got yourself kind of a Geiger counter looking thing. I originally was going to buy a real Geiger counter and put all this in it, but they're not cheap. So... Uh, I just went with my own homemade one. So anyways, really another like fun that. way. That's really cool. It's fun and kids love it. It's fun watching adults try and run around too. I'm just afraid of someone falling. Yeah. But, uh, no, it's funny when that. kids fall, but when an adult falls, <laughs> I don't think that's very funny. Um, <laughs> I don't so, know, we still uh, laugh though. Great. Yeah. They're great for events. Fun, fun cash. And, and uh, you know, I can't take the full credit for it. Uh, Dave did, you know, the, the part that Dave added the timing between the two and the sound, right. That, that really makes it, that makes the cash that adds that, that extra aspect to the prop that it, it just is a real looking type thing that, and then when you hear it going faster and faster, um, you don't have to look at the screen, um, you know, oh, I got to hurry up or run. So, right. Right. That's uh, really anyways, cool. Really, really fun cash. And then I made the, uh, fun case for it to go into as well just so oh yeah that is when, you cool. walk, when you're walking through the airport it looks official <laughs> right right you need no, to put it like a handcuff on there put a set of handcuffs yeah. on there and they'll be good have a red blinking light on it so uh <laughs> anyway and then i use the foam to kind of make its own little thing so anyways rfid cards with the arduino i really like i enjoy using them um just because you can change you can change the way you you make the cash you can you can change it up you can do all kinds of stuff with it so right um, right that's just really cool but if you want to jump in and uh you know just make a, a birdhouse or something basic a good way to start is using the ones off of amazon there right. so let's see and i've i've dropped a couple links in the chat um for the two different uh rfid card readers in um in there so go ahead and go check those out um i am like i said i am working on trying to put put, put the page together 
as we're talking, that's kind of why I'm looking off. I'm working on a web page on the uh, screen at the same time, and everything seems to be running slow. Um, so, but it's it's okay. But I'm, I'll be dropping them into the chat as we're talking about these different devices as well. So, um, what else you got, Chad? Someone, someone asked about if you could use one of the stickers with the Amazon card. Um, you would have to look. I don't think that these are RFID. I think they're. I was reading it somewhere, and it was said it was a different type of of uh, reader. So I'm not sure. You'd have to double check and see on it. I know my Arduino cards do not work on them. Okay. So, and they do. The Arduino does work with the with the stickers. So it, there's something different. You'd have to check into it and see. Okay. Um. There. So uh, next for RFID. Um, I've shown everybody the other one, um, here that we made, and this is the Amazon one. Um, remove the, need a bigger workstation. Need a bigger desk. Yeah. Um, this is the one with the keys and none of the keys fit it. Right. So the keys are a red herring, um, at the top of it here. Let me just go to the big screen here on the regular. There we go. On the top of the cache, it has the instructions uh, on it. And uh, if you've watched the show for a while, you know how it works. The key is actually the instructions. You take the instructions and you scan them in the front and it opens it up. Okay. So, and this is this, this is one of those uh, Amazon purchased ones. Right. So. Um, I just like how that all those keys are red herrings. That's just, that's just, that's easy. Yeah. Oh, and, and those key ones, I have one that has a ton of keys. This doesn't have too many keys on it. Um, I can pull it out. Uh, but uh, I have one that has so many keys on it. They're frustrating enough as it is. I'm sure someone would go through it. Oh, I must have missed it. Go through it again. Go through it again, and they'd probably get frustrated. But uh, <laughs> that's kind of the point. Yes, it is. <laughs> Kind of. It so is. we don't want people to get too frustrated. We want them to have fun, but at some point, I'm thinking they'd probably end up just breaking it open. Yeah, yeah, and and they will. NFC that they may be uh, the NFC stickers. I don't know would be on there. So um, one thing I thought we'd talk about real quick is that's kind of without doing the programming and and writing, uh, showing you the code for the Arduino. Right. Uh, the RFID um, that kind of is all I had to show, but what I thought was let's talk about mounting your components to a board. Yes. Because that's very important when you're starting to do RFID stuff or any, any of our components. So let me grab a board here. Okay. And as you guys are uh, kind of looking at this, kind of think about what different ways that you may, Use these RFID cards. So just kind of be thinking about that. And uh, just thank you for everybody just kind of joining us uh, in the chat. We uh, Really great seeing everybody here. Um, so, yeah, I'm like I said, I'm still recovering from CashCon. It's just it's been a crazy week. Um, but, yeah, so this has been a lot of fun. I really like this RFID card reader idea, and I've been kind of playing with a couple of ideas myself. Um, in fact, I was going to be trying building one today, and – I was having some issues finding some of the boxes that I was looking for. Um, come to find out a tornado wiped out the plant and I can't find those boxes right now, but so, it, um, <laughs> so working on trying to get another substitute for that. Um, but yeah, yeah, this is really cool. So, all right, Chad, I'm going to turn it over to you here. Yep. So what I have here is, is a PVC board. Um, this is real thin. This is probably, uh, probably just under eighth of an inch um, on it. It's eighth of an inch. So, anyways, it's not like that matters. You can get it in different sizes. Uh, what I like about it, it's waterproof, um, and it's 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 the eighth of an inch stuff is thin enough that your standoffs can screw through it. So, this is what I end up using. You can use wood. You can use whatever you want. Um, you can three D print some. I actually have some three D printed up areas uh, or uh, component boards that I made as well. But this is a really easy way to mount your components when uh, you're just starting out. So 
get the size you want for your cache. Let's say, um, I don't know what size we, we're going to do, but this stuff here, you just score it and break it, the thinner stuff. So you just get the size you want, measure it out. You can score it and then bust it. There you go. So um, that's the, that is our board that we're going to mount it to. And this fits perfectly. You saw me measure it, right? To fit inside the cache. Yes. Um, so then what we're going to do is take a pen or pencil. And let me grab a couple components here. Okay. Too much stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's just really crazy that, I mean, Chad's done a tour of his off of, of his build area and he's all these different count, counters and all this other stuff is really all these different components are everywhere. I wish I had that every time I needed something because I'm, I'm running to a hardware store. I'm going through Amazon, whatever I need to do, trying, just trying to find parts all the time. So yeah, just probably like the it rest is. of the world. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's fun. It's nice having all the parts. Uh, available when you need them um but you know there's an expense to it at first when you start up but yes um it's nice to have that so what i'm going to do is decide where i want my components to be um on here and i'm just going to go right up at the top here with them so what you have here in your components or, uh in your pcbs is um little holes here for your standoffs to screw through Right. Uh, and so what we're going to do is mark those and I'm going to use a, actually a pencil with a long piece of lead sticking out. And this is a really thick lead pencil and I'm just going to mark it. Normally I would, I'd probably put a line on it, even though no one would ever see it. It would probably drive me nuts if stuff's crooked, <laughs> but, uh, anyway, so we have our marks and then we're just going to drill the hole. So our standoffs, you can get them in all different sizes and you can get them in plastic you can get them in brass um right. all, all kinds of stuff so i have um two different sizes here we're going to go with with this one here which i already have the drill bit for and drill set up Oop, hang on i lost my earpiece uh okay and then we're just going to drill out where these go You know, what's funny is I've seen inside some of Dave's caches doing this and the way he mounts stuff and all the components he has, it's amazing. It is. The job he yeah. does on them. Yeah, it's pretty. I actually have one of his caches here that is going to go out. And uh, I was looking at the back, but I'm just like, wow, I'm lost. So um, now you decide on how tall of a standoff you want. So you have all these different different sizes here. Right. Um, typically, I use the smaller ones here, but just for today, I'm just going to grab for this four of these, the same size, and then I'm going to grab some nuts for them. And I have that same pack that you have right there, right next to me. Yeah, they're Amazon. They're not very expensive. Um, the plastic ones aren't. Um, and I'll find those so, and I'll put those in there as well. Let me. And then I'm going to grab four screw screws. So, um, we're just going to put your standoff through here. And the, the point of this is to keep your board off of, from touching anything else, any components down below, and then it keeps it secure too. So it doesn't, they don't fall apart or fall off of whatever the cache is on. Or right. Whatever you're building. So we're just going to screw these on. And there's a couple different things you can do on these. If you end up using a prototype board on the top of one of these, there's another way to do this as well, which I'll show you. Okay. And for audio listeners, he's putting yeah. standoffs on this PCB board, or not PCB, on this uh, PVC uh, board, uh, so we can put the, the mount, the actual Arduino on there. Yes, if I can. There, <laughs> I usually do it this way. No, it's whenever you're in a hurry or on camera that. Oh yeah, yeah, it's it's exactly what happens. <laughs> At least for it's... me, that's my experience. No, no, no. I was working on a build today, and it should not have taken me as long as it did. And I was finishing it up right 
within about an hour of us going live tonight. So, um, and that's for this week's video. So check that out. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's actually based off of one of ones that you've done that we kind of talked about on here on the show one time. So oh, nice. It'll be fun to see your variation of it. Yeah. So it's, and that's what I love about all these different builds that we do. There are so many different variations of these builds. Um, okay. So um, we have our standoffs in the lineup with the board. And so then you just take your screws here and find my screwdriver. The only thing I don't like about it is that they're not metal. So it does make them a tiny bit more difficult to get them screwed in. Okay. They're not magnetic, but so Chad's just screwing, yeah, screwing in into the board, into the standoff. Yeah. So if you do that, then I'm only gonna put two in right now. The board doesn't go anywhere, right? It's on there. It's solid. Um, and then you can put whatever adapters on it you want, uh, and then those also will. Uh, screw in as well. Um, I had one earlier. I'll show you a different one. So, if I want to put a prototype board on here, on top of this, right? We don't want to put these screw heads in here because we actually need to go up further. And so, this is where having the different size standoffs is important. So. I'm going to pull some standoffs here and check the size of it. And that looks, that looks good. So <clears throat> what we're going to do here is we're actually going to mount the board and these standoffs have a screw on them that actually will screw into that one. Okay. And so this is going to add a spacer for our prototype board on top of this Arduino. So uh, Dave Wagner's asking, do you use metric drills? For those, or just uh, close regular drill sizes? Close regular drill sizes. Um, my drilling's not that accurate, so having that little bit of space to move it around, uh, that little bit of give, I don't have any issues with. I do have on my list, though, to get some metric drill sizes. Um, the only, I think I do have, the only one I have is the five millimeter, but that's for uh, LEDs. Okay. Does, does Dave carry the metric sizes? That's pretty cool. Dave, do you, uh, you hear the question? Do you do those metric sizes? Um, so we'll throw these standoffs on. One thing I have found on these uh, is that on the on the uh, Uno, this one here is is uh, so tight that a threaded the it's harder to thread it in. You can get it in there, but it takes a little bit more time to actually get this thread in because it hits that. Okay. Hits that thing. So we're just going to do these. I don't want to mess around with that, but you would want to put them all in if you can. And then what we're going to do is add a prototype board. So this is a prototype board that has already your uh, seven segment displays. Um, uh, it has a, a piezo buzzer on it. It has uh, the, the uh, um, potentiometer on it. It has LEDs somewhere on it. Uh, and then it has some buttons on it. So you could actually design your own board from this uh, using this without having to make a bunch of components if they work. So if you look at it, it actually has the same pinout as the Uno. Okay. So we're just going to match this oh, up. We just lost your build cam. Oh, of course. Just, I just heard it die. No problem. So. Yeah. Uh, happens when you don't charge it, I guess. Uh, so we're going to take this, match it up, and slide them in, the pins in. And everything should line up just fine. And it actually looks like I should have went with a little bit taller standoff on there. Whoops. Uh, as you can see, there's a gap there. I didn't think about the bottom of the um, prototype board having the uh, plastic on it. But then you would, once you get the right size in there, you would actually then take your screws and screw them together through the holes. Okay. So um, different. there's different types. You can also, there's that, there's this prototype, which... I have two of these. I've never used them. Um, this is the one that I would use more. So this goes on top of the, the Uno. And this actually um, has the uh, 
I can't remember the name of these thing when I think about it. Uh, the terminal blocks on it. Okay. Um, so, and then you could actually solder. Sorry, getting the camera here helps. You can solder whatever you want on here, your potentiometer, um, whatever you want to end up putting on here. This is just uh, a pretty much a breadboard or a PCB board or uh, PCB uh, on there. But you can see the holes that it lines up with the, uh, the Nano. Right. So... Yeah, you just line them up, put it together, and then you can screw screw everything together, and, and you're good to go. It's not going to fall off or, or do anything like that or right. have any issues with it, hopefully. Yeah. So, yeah, and of course, um, everything, as we're prototyping everything, we you're always working out issues. So that's just part of it. That's what, as gadget cash builders, we are always um, prototyping and problem solving all the time. So it's it's just part of the part of what we do. Yes. <laughs> um, and then the uh, when you're making this, so that's how you you use any of the standoffs on these. Um, see if this will come back on for a few minutes. Maybe not. Okay. Yeah. Um, all your boards have the holes for the standoffs. These are actually a little bit bigger, um, so you'd have a lot of play with these. In there it would still work it's not going to go through but you have a little bit more play um you have a prototype board this is for the nano uh whatever you find they should have the mounting holes for the standoffs on them so um as you can see here um i just did the same thing with the uh, rfid reader right. um and then and then the uno right so that's a good way to secure everything and then you can see the screws underneath and then what i do from there is then this gets screwed um to whatever my project is or epoxied okay um this this main board so um that's pretty much it on there uh they all you know whatever components you have you kind of just use them the same way right um, if anybody's listening and they use something a little bit different let us know <laughs> yeah i like uh Dave says, "Our dirty secret: we make it up as we go." Oh yeah, that's, pretty much. That's pretty much. We that's that's yeah, exactly. <laughs> excuse me. Uh, yeah. So um, yeah, it is, and it's kind of funny. Just like today, I, I got home and I thought I got time to to mess with the RFID. I download it all the time. I don't have any issues, and the right. day, you know, just has a problem today. So yeah, I think I need new computers. Right. So should we uh, throw out the challenge, Chad, that we talked yeah, about earlier? Let's talk about that challenge here a little bit. What we'd like to do on this here project for the RFID readers is we'd like to challenge anybody viewing this to make up a RFID cache and share it with us. And if you want to come on, uh, I would say, about, what do you think, about a month from now or so? Uh, the first of next month. So uh, first of next the, month. So we're, so in we're in February now. So the first week of March when we do our gadget talk then. So you got a month, month to build it. Yeah. So build it in a month, uh, send us some, uh, send us a video of it or a picture of it. And if you want to come on live with us and, and share your build, your ideas, how you came up with it, uh, we'd love to have you on. Uh, you know, we really want to start including, you know, listeners in on the show oh, and yeah. really we want this to be about you, not us. So, you know, we really want to see your builds, how you came up with it, your thinking behind it. I think that to me, how people come up with stuff is, is key myself. And that's what I'm curious about. Yeah. So and that's and, what, and I, what you did. Right. And that's what I loved about the, our hour, the showcase during CashCon. We was getting to show these other really cool caches and the cash builders. I thought that yeah, was yeah. really great. I mean, we had a couple of videos uh, of yours that we were going to show, but we didn't have time. We were got all into all everybody else's, which is what we wanted. So right, I'd rather cut our videos out than uh, listeners because it's about the listeners, not us. That's right. Um, so yeah, you know, talking about you know the way we make stuff and, and how people, you know, what their thinking was behind it. Um, I actually, it's kind of funny. I was showing Dave how I made this the other day, and he was funny. He was like, "Oh, it looks like a typical bounce bounce hide," and I was like, "What does that mean?" <laughs> no, but you know, just some of the stuff I used on it, I don't think people would realize what you what i used and how i right. made it so yeah it's um, it's really it, cool it's really cool 
Yeah. So, so. but if you want to send us that email, you'd send it to uh, gadget talk uh, podcasts at gmail.com. So send us your, what's your build, your video of that. And you can also tag us on Instagram at gadget talk podcast. And we will see what that is because like I said, we really want to uh, feature the listeners, the viewers of their caches. So the challenge is make an RFID style cache and, and share it with us. And like I said, we'll show it on uh, the next month. So in uh, March, we'll show you that, that, that. And if you want to come on with us, that'd be awesome. Then you can share, we can talk to you and you can run through your thinking process and how you came up with that idea. And, um, what headaches you had, what would you learn? What would you do different now? Cause we're always trying to improve everything that we've done too. So love to have you on next month. Yeah, absolutely. And, and please do make something and come on. Um, you know, we don't want it the first to come around and only Derek and I, Derek and I are on here. Right. Doing this. But you know, we should be part of the challenge too. What do you think? You think we should build our own and show people that too? Yeah, I guess we can do that. I mean, if I end up, if I end up building mine and it's before next month, uh, you're going to see it on behind the cash anyway. So, <laughs> but Hey, that this is maybe what happens. So, and then okay. try said, Hey, uh, his was on the uh, geocaching vlogger did his. So, and that was, I love that. I love the way that came out. That was really cool. Well, his, his caches um, oh, are phenomenal. Amazing. So, you know, I, I don't want the vlogger to come here and find mine. Just because it's like, well, <laughs> <laughs> it's not the Disneyland. <laughs> it's one of those no, parts that's been closed down for a while. Uh, so. No, it's not one of those. Your, yours are great. I mean, I really do uh, like yours. Yeah, I need to put more out. I haven't had a ton of time. So, but anyway. Well, and see, and that's soon. the thing about mine. I mean, I may be building caches all the time. And if you look at, go on my profile, you see that I only have a few out. It's because I want to make sure that they're maintained and if they do break down, I have something that I can replace with it because I don't want to not be able to maintain what I have out there. In fact, I just, I'm in the process of archiving a couple that some people, they were going to be watched for me in South Carolina and I'm not liking the way they're what's happening and weather and all that. So I'm going to end up archiving those out in South Carolina. So, but that's, that's really my philosophy. Don't put out what you're not going to maintain. So yeah. Um, you know, and that's one thing, you know, come saying that is I actually have several of my higher, my highest favorited ones that I'm actually getting ready to archive, uh, right now. And, you know, one thing that I'd like to do, and, uh, you know, I, I think this would be good for the whole geocaching community to do is, is to bring someone else's cash or idea or partner up with them right? and do a cash together and then be co-owners of the cash and then kind of get your name out there. And that's yeah. what I'm doing with one of them with Dave is he sent me one of his old caches he wasn't able to have out anymore or maintain, but it's an amazing cache. That's um, really so cool. I like we're going to stick it out. He did the electronics on it. I'll do the, the container, and it's going to be an amazing cache. Yeah. So, all right. So, once again, don't forget to send us the pictures. Um, is there anything else we want to go over tonight, Chad, before we No, but I don't know if I ever sh showed you this. This cool mug. You know our shirt? You know the back of our shirt? Says, yeah. You know, yep. More part of this you don't understand. These cool tumblers that actually have the whole thing on them. And these are it's amazing. These are stainless steel, and evidently they stay warm. You can kind of see where my I rinsed it out from the other day, from Saturday. But um, these are cool. So look on our pod our, our site here soon. We're on the Chroma print soon to uh, look at one of these. If you feel like these mugs, they keep everything warm and cold. Right, so it keeps things warm and keeps things cold. How does it know the difference if to which one it has to keep? I have no idea. I'm not that smart. It, I don't it, have it, enough it, horsepower it, up here it, to tell it's you. It's a it's a smart contain. It's another smart container. That's what it is. It's a smart thermos. Yeah. So. So. <laughs> awesome. Um, yeah, I don't know if anybody has anything else. Anything in the chat? No, everybody's sorry just... about the code. Um, it kind of makes for a shorter show. Uh, yeah. For us. But that's all right. We had a really long th show on Saturday. And like I said, if you want to go check out that, go check out CashCon. Once again, go check it out. And you can go, just scrub through the different hours. If you want to see the gadget stuff, there you can go to the Gadget Talk Hour. If you want to see about the trackables, or you just want to sit back and enjoy the music, Gary put out another video this last week of just the music and kind of the funny bits from there. 
Um, so it was just a really great, great time. Uh, yeah, Cash the Line says a one hour is a short show. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, we they have to happen once in a while. You know. Yep. Also, if anybody's going to Texas Challenge, it sounds like almost the whole network will be there. Um, we're trying to get everybody there, um, yeah. except for Canadians. Um, I don't think they were allowed across the border yet, but uh, we're trying to get everybody there uh, for that. So you know, if you're going to go, stop by and say hi to us if you see us around there. Oh yeah. So yeah. Sorry, uh, Jeff from Cash Line. Yeah, may. It'd be cool. I'm if looking can at. Come. I'm looking at making it there. I'm. I'm trying to really do. Um, looking at schedules and everything that I have going on, and I really want to get down there. Um, for it. Um, so. But, all right, everyone. Glad you came with us tonight. Send us your videos of your RFID card readers uh, challenge, and we will catch you at the end of the month for. Uh, I guess we're going to do a build this at the end of the month, Chad. Uh, we will do a build. I have a couple different ones in mind um, that won't be Arduino based, um, okay. but um, we'll be. Uh, I've gotten several uh, questions on how I built a certain cache, so I will go over that. All right, sounds good. All right, everyone. Good night. All right. Good night.